I am your host, RP3, and today on the SNS Podcast, we are going over a couple of articles that I find interesting, a couple of discussion points to talk about, get your mind thinking, stay tuned. By the end of this video, you will see and find out how you can stay ahead of the curve. This is the S&S Podcast, hosted by RP3. A show that dives into the realms of mindset, truth, and faith. A unique blend of a chill and energetic style will guide you through inspiring discussions on a search for truth, developing a successful mindset, and exploring the faith. Join in as we explore the dynamics to nurture a resilient mind and navigate the landscape of truth and explore faith in our lives. Whether you are seeking a dose of positivity or a common truth, the SNS podcast is here to accompany you on your journey to empowerment and enlightenment. Make sure to subscribe to our YouTube, Spotify, and Apple podcast platforms so you never miss an episode. And remember, the only limit is yourself. What's up, SNS crew? And so we're going to jump right in. Biden administration to urge Americans to get the new CV-19 boosters. This is intriguing. I'll tell you why. Because we just learned not too long ago that certain uh, pokes are not allowed in the U.S. anymore. But here we have Washington, August 20th, Reuters.com. The Biden administration plans to urge all Americans to get a booster shot for the CV this autumn to counter a new wave of infections, a White House official said on Sunday. Hmm. The official said that while the CDC are reporting an increase in infections and hospital admissions from the virus, overall levels remain low. Well, I find that kind of uh, questioning and concerning. So they tell us that more people are going in with infections and hospital admissions, but the overall levels remain low. So what are these levels? It's kind of like, you know, rhetorical here. I'd really like to know what levels they're talking about. The level of deaths, the level of what? What what's going on here? Someone needs to do some Lucy, you've got some explaining to do. Listen, I, I just can't get behind it. They're reporting an increase of infections and hospital admissions from the virus. But overall levels remain low. Now I find it questioning and concerning why they are urging to get this new uh poke because if we go over here to an article from the miami herald herald and shout out and thanks to everyone listening if you are just listening to this podcast i want to thank you for that and if you are watching this podcast on youtube i'd like to thank you for that thank you for your attendance it's very much appreciated so here april 19th 2023 from the miami herald miami herald original CV shots are no longer authorized, but newer ones are, says the FDA. Now, what I find concerning is that no one is, I couldn't find anything through my searching. No one is saying why 
these prior pokes are not authorized. The original CV19 pokes made by P.F. Iser and M. Moderna no longer are authorized in the United States, says the FDA. Now, both companies, newer CV19 shots, which include a component component of the original shot and a second component targeting the Omicron variant, are authorized as the main dose for people six months and older. Now, depending on what you like to believe, in the amount of research you have or have completed, then it's always going to be up to you to decide what to do with your body, my body, my choice. I refuse to get this poke. There have been studies and case studies to show that vaccines are harmful in the long run, that since they had been strategically pushed on new parents and newborns, that the increase in Down syndrome had spiked. Now, these are studies you can find on your own research, on your own merit, when you have the time. I don't have any in front of me right now to give you, but these, again, are studies, books written by doctors that you can read on and understand why there's such a pushback on vaccines. But moving forward, anyone unpoked against the virus looking to get either company's shot would get a single bivalent dose instead of two shots of the original monovalent poke. Wow, so you get one instead of two now, cutting it down. That's, that's you know, it's still there still needs to be some explaining on why these are not, are no longer authorized. I even went to the CDC's, or I'm sorry, the FDA's website, and this was uh, updated for immediate release on April 18th. FDA authorizes change to simplify use of bivalent mRNA COVID. Oops, sorry, COOF C19 vaccines. So let's see. You know, as I scrolled through and started reading this article, there is nothing stating why the prior pokes are not authorized. Which is concerning because you're rolling out something new and just expecting people to take it. But you're not telling us why the prior pokes are no longer usable or authorized for use in the United States. Could it be to a certain uh, sudden cause? It's a great documentary. If you have not watched it, I suggest you do. Died Suddenly. Great documentary. A lot of a lot of credible sources speaking up about what's concerning about this entire ordeal. Well, we go back over here to the administration. And we all know there's money involved. How much money was made in PF Iser and MO Derna's vaccine or, or stocks in you know company 
when they first rolled out these first doses? You know, how much money was made? Who got rich off of this stuff? You know? And the fact that no one says why these new ones are authorized, but the prior shots or pokes aren't, it's concerning. But uh, the same official from the White House says, we will be encouraging all Americans to get those boosters in addition to flu shots and RSV shots. Well, and uh, RSV is respiratory syncytial virus. Respiratory syncytial virus. But moving on, again... I couldn't find anything on the FDA's website of why or explaining why the uh, prior pokes are no longer authorized in the United States. Moving forward, are you guys ready for another lockdown? Possibly could be coming to a uh, country near you. This time it's not because of the C19 or the C20 or the C21. Those are just made up, but they sound good. This is according to the climate. Get ready for the left's climate change emergency lockdowns. Now, this is an article dating back to 2021. But I believe it is still relevant because it plays into the thought process of a lot of people. President Biden claims recent hurricanes prove we're in a climate crisis. Code red for the world, he warns. White House climate advisor Jean McCarthy adds that the climate is now a health emergency. Oh, my goodness. You know, everything's a health emergency nowadays. Guns. The CDC says guns are a health emergency. Now, I tell you one thing. The United States population is one of the most armed populous, if not the most armed populous in the entire world. Now, all gun crime that comes from an evil motive, well, that's kind of rhetorical. All gun crime, gun violence is bad. It's a horrible thing. Now, there are plenty of uses of firearms to defend defend one's life. And there's been studies to prove that. But the media doesn't talk about it. But now the climate is a health emergency. I tell you, there's a lot of people with a God complex. It's, 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 It's obvious that some people really feel that they can control what God created. Now, if that is not the most absurd thing you've ever heard, then I don't know what to tell you. But further in the article, it says it's convenient for politicians to treat every hurricane, tornado and flood as an apocalyptic sign from Gaia and then blame political apostates for offending the goddess. (laughs) When the New York Post become so uh, right minded. Let's see. Back in 1990, the Great Gavelson Hurricane likely killed some 10,000 people in Texas. 
1926, the Great Miami Hurricane killed 372, causing an estimated inflation-adjusted $157 billion in damage. Only around 150,000 people lived in all of Dade County in those days. When Katrina, when Katrina hit in New Orleans in 2005, it was a Category 3. The most damage had to do with how ill-prepared the city was for any storm. So here we can see that what's being said is that the climate is not any more dangerous than it was or has been. And with my beliefs, I believe that to be true. Listen, the climate, this world will do what it pleases. And there's nothing that man can do to change that. Nothing at all. Man cannot change that. Here we go further in the article. It says, indeed, climate has always been bad for our health. We've spent most of human existence attempting to mitigate its destructive power. And that says something. Today, people still tragically die from, say, extreme heat. But overall, deaths due to nature have dramatically plummeted during the past century, falling over 98 percent since 1900. Weather accounts for somewhere around 0.07% of worldwide deaths. We're safer, even though far more people live in areas with extreme weather. So this article, again, is from the New York Post back in 2021. I, I wanted to read some of that because it sheds light on, on what control methods per se could be taken if you don't know your history. Now, this information should be used to your advantage to fight against certain bills that may be passed to further restrict your liberties. So we move forward to here. What is... Or will climate lockdowns be necessary to fight the climate crisis? Give me one second here. Sorry about that. Will climate lockdowns be necessary to fight climate crisis? Now, this is from a website called Green Matters. No, I haven't gone go green and all that. I'm not driving a Tesla and have a solar-powered iPhone. Okay? Jeez, guys. But I wanted to use this article because they shed some light on what climate lockdowns could look like. So here it says, what is a climate lockdown? When the plant when the pandemic first started, one of the main goals was to flatten the curve. Lockdowns were an essential part of accomplishing that initiative. With a climate lockdown, the objective would be similar. 
staying inside in order to prevent emissions from increasing at an intense rate. But what exactly would a climate lockdown entail? As we now know, simply staying home or staying inside would have an impact. But that one change might not be enough. <laughs> so here's the fun part, right? According to the World Business Council for Suitable Development, or Sustainable Development, I'm sorry, a climate lockdown would entail the government taking other actions. Aside from asking people to stay at home, what are these actions, you say? I'll be more than happy to tell you. Limiting private vehicle use. Banning the consumption of red meat. Imposing intense energy-saving actions, and putting an end to fossil fuel drilling. All are, are all examples of potential measures to be taken during a climate lockdown. The main goal of these actions would be to lower global admissions, emissions, admissions. Yeah, admit me into speech class. <laughs> As we get closer and closer to reaching 1.5 degrees Celsius, a milestone that would cause the effects of climate change to further worsen, scientists are emphasizing the importance and necessity of staying below this threshold. So if we're going to limit private vehicle use, why don't we live, uh, limit private jet use? There was a video that went around that these elitists, they... <laughs> They flew into uh, Davos, I believe, to go to one of these WF talks. And they so they flew in on their private jets and then flew in from a helicopter to another disclosed location <laughs> that was closer by. And then they hopped on scooters to make it seem like they were really trying to help the climate. These people fly private jets day in and day out. I know it for a fact because where I live and where I work, there's a private airport and I count on a daily basis probably no less than 25 to 30 private jets going and coming, coming and going, going and coming and coming and going, always taking off flying. So for them to say limiting private vehicle use, this goes back to you will own, you will own nothing and be happy. Because how are you going to get to work when they limit private vehicle use? And what does that really even mean? If you live in this zip code, can you drive certain days of the week? If you live in that zip code, can you drive certain days of the week? If you have this job, is it essential? Can you drive? What about people that have to take children to school? Stay in, the, in line in the morning for parent drop-off and come back for parent pickup. Are they going to try to... Uh, insinuate carpooling you know what about those people with children like i just stated that have to pick their children up and drop them off how are you going to force them to carpool when their schedules don't match the person they're carpooling with banning the consumption of red meat i hope you are ready to eat your crickets who's ready to eat their crickets well, that's exactly what i hear right now <laughs> no one i love my red meat but yeah, cons banning the, banning, <laughs> it didn't say limit the consumption of red meat, ban red meat. <laughs> Are these people not trying to play God here? 
something's going on. Something's going on. I just can't cross the dots yet or line them up, but something banning the consumption of red meat. Impose intense energy savings. Now that we have, obviously, solar. They want everybody driving a Tesla or electric vehicle and, and to have solar. The question is, where's the money going to come from to switch everyone to an electric vehicle? Some of these vehicles cost upwards of $60,000, $70,000. People are having, having it hard enough to buy a vehicle for $25,000, $30,000, especially in this economy. So where's the money going to come from to, one, get an electric vehicle, and then, two, to install all these solar panels on your home? Yes, there are some government programs, but you have to meet so many qualifications in order to get solar panels. So who is going to put up this bill? Who's going to front the bill? Who is going to front the bill? Ah, yes, but I suppose, what do you know, solar power. It could even raise the value of your property. Obviously, it's all all a control, you know. When I bought my house, I wasn't looking for a house that had solar. That was not a main concern for me. What was a concern? How's the area? Schools nearby? What's the crime like? And the major factor, was it affordable? <laughs> but anywho, you can lower your taxes too if you go solar. So go ahead and get some solar panels and drive a Tesla, and you'll be cool helping out Green Matters here and reducing energy consumption. You know what I want to say is where do they think the uh, – The material for all this comes from to make solar panels, to dig for rare earth minerals to do, in order to develop solar panels and to de develop wind turbines. I have a co-worker of mine who used to work on wind turbines. Do you know the amount of big machinery that goes into installing and completing one wind turbine? That's the thing these guys don't tell you. These people don't tell you. They think there's this, this, this just all this sudden switch to to energy saving and to going green. It's not sustainable. It's not sustainable. And in my honest opinion, we are not in a climate crisis due to fossil fuels. We are not in a climate crisis due to everyone eating red meat. But they will have you believe that the small amount of factories that are major in the game of getting red meat to grocery stores and getting red meat to your table are destroying the climate. So again, we're gonna limit private vehicle use, get those electric scooters popping, and get your solar chargers for them because you're gonna die on your trek to work. Imagine the highway full of solar, uh, <laughs> of little electric scooters, everybody with their helmets. Got a high-speed high scooter chase here on I-75. <laughs> and then banning red meat. You lost me there at Green Matters. You lost me there at the Go Green. You lost me there with climate change. God gave us dominion over the earth, dominion over the animals to have for food, for ha to have for meat. And you want to ban the consumption of red meat. 
that I tell you is very, very intriguing. Just the idea of it. On another episode, we will go over an individual that was speaking at the uh, WEF, World Economic Forum, on how we can pretty much make people sick from eating meat so they no longer eat it. That'll be on another episode. Again, I am your host, RP3. This was just a quick talk. If you guys enjoyed this, definitely check in, listen for more. We will be back talking about society, mindset, truth, and the faith. Until then, I'll let you later. Peace.